episode 44 and in the the great words of logic gave him 44 now here's 44 more so there's that man i i got these new headphones last week and they are not great <clears throat> definitely going to have to buy some better headphones um these are not great but they were $18 and they were at Walmart so I could pick them up so there's that but yeah um man this fucking feedback sounds awful from my end uh so uh so I just stopped the recording turns out it was just the volume on my laptop volume wasn't all the way up so here we are a little bit better feedback still gotta get some better headphones but now this sounds more correct so that was like a it was in reality it was like a minute pause but for you a couple of seconds it's the magic of editing as we say in the biz um the business of podcasting well welcome back everybody um it's a new week and uh it's the end of a chapter and also the start of a new one so i mentioned it last week and I'm going to bring it back up. I'm going a little bit of detail. Not too much. But yeah, new chapter. Um, today, this morning, Friday, was my last day working at the gas station. Which fucking sucked. Um, not like the last day sucked, but working there was not great. See, for a while, I was like, man, this job is decent. I could do this for a little while. You know, I don't do a whole lot in the middle of the night. But man... The more and more I had to deal with just like rude people, homeless people, crackheads, all kinds of shit. And I wasn't making that much money. And what really sealed the deal to leave was I asked for a raise. And they were like, yeah, you can have a raise in like a year. I was like, damn, that's all right. How much is it? And they're like 50 cents. And I was like, oh, well, inflation's at like 9%. So... I guess I'll just go fuck my... What are you even going to buy with 50 cents? Like, that's such a fucking slap. But you might as well not give me a raise if you're going to give me 50 cents. The fuck does that do for anybody? What is that? That's an extra $4 a day, maybe. Fuck out of here. So, I got a new job. This new job... I'm not going to say where it's at because I don't think I can... Or maybe I can, but I probably shouldn't. I'm not allowed to talk about the things that go on there. Not that I even know what goes on there yet, because I haven't started. Um, but basically, I got a machinist job. I'm going to learn a trade. I'm going to be a tradesman, you know? Um, I spent a lot of time when I turned 25, like, man, I should have went to college. I should have learned to trade. And here we are, seven years later, 25. Kind of broke. Not like broke, but not... Not got a lot of money. Got some debt, for sure. Credit card debt. Not too much. Um, it's better than thousands of dollars in credit card debt. or It's better than tens of thousands of student debt, is what I meant to say. So there's that. Where am I going with this? Where was I going? Sorry, I just got a weird feeling in my, in my, in my lung. Had to readjust right there. It made me lose my train of thought. But basically... I'm going to be a machinist, apprentice, machinist, apprentice, say that five times fast, and um, 
yeah, man, it's 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 a little nerve wracking to like walk into something like this and be like, oh, I have no idea what I'm like. Most jobs I've ever worked, I'm like, okay, this is sales related, this is food related, this is customer service related, this is manual labor. Never done something where it's like, yeah, this is like a trade. This is like something you learn like on the job years over time. So I'm a little intimidated, kind of nervous. But I think most of the nervousness, like the anxiousness, is just from like the unknown. It's like jumping into a, a cave. And I don't know what's in there. Now other people know what's in there. Other people go to this cave every day. I've never been there. And I'm not a fan of caves. So, yeah. Just gonna jump right in. I'm gonna learn. Hopefully I like it. Um, guaranteed overtime, that's good. Be making some extra money, which is always great. And yeah, hopefully I get into like a new routine as well. I need to lose a substantial amount of weight um, because I'm fat and lazy and not healthy. And I want to change that. And hopefully, now that I'm not working overnight, I mean, I'll be working somewhat in the night. But yeah, I'm hoping I can get a new, 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 uh, stuttering a lot today. New schedule, new routine, and try to challenge myself to learn new things. And I also know that whatever challenges are going to come with this new job, I look at it as kind of like a trade-off. Like, this job might be harder. It's definitely, you know, a few hours longer. And um, the trade-off is that this job might be a little harder, a little bit more demanding. But I also don't have to deal with the general public. I don't have to deal with, like, bro, I don't have to make food anymore. I don't have to, like, clean bathrooms i don't have to make coffee i don't have to deal with rude ass fucking people talking shit to me because they think i'm just some peasant that works at a gas station who doesn't deserve common decency um i don't have to deal with crackheads i don't have to call the police every day i can drive my fucking car to work without the brake lines mysteriously getting cut so that sounds great and yeah i might have to you know do some things that are uncomfortable or difficult but so the way I've been trying to hype myself up is like this is a this is a trade off. This is a step up. You know, when the game gets harder, you usually unlock more of your skill tree, you know? When the game gets tougher, you usually get some better loot, some better gear. So that's what I'm hoping. And I hope it works out. If not, the gas station did say they would take me back anytime, so backup plan, boom. Fucking already fucking knocking the plans across the boards. Um, but last night at the gas station, man, I thought I was going to be like real nervous and be like, man, you know, I'm giving up a gig, like not gonna lie. I watched the entire movie Bohemian Rhapsody on Thursday or maybe it was Wednesday. It couldn't have been Thursday. It was last night. It was probably Wednesday, maybe Tuesday, but I watched the entire movie on Hulu while I was at work the other night. And I think the, the sad part about those kinds of jobs is like, it's real easy to get trapped. It's real easy to be like, yeah, man, this job sucks, but I can also watch like entire movies at this job and no one's going to say shit to me about it. But that's dangerous because as easy as that is, as, as easy it is, is it, oh, oh, fucking Christ, I'm fucking up my words today. As easy as it is to, to do that day in and day out. Man, I just, I didn't feel good about myself. People treated me like shit. I mean, like, general public people. 
I don't like having to deal with, like, fucking old people and, like, just rude-ass people. I don't like having to deal with these crackheads. So, yeah, I don't do a whole lot. But I think that's another thing of why I felt so bad working there was, like, what's there to take pride in? Like, usually when I work a job, I say this for all jobs, no matter what job I work, I generally try to do it to the best of my ability. And there was a lot of downtime at this job. But at the end of the day, it was like, yeah, what do I really, like... So what, like, the store's clean and, like, coffee's made. Like, a monkey could do this job. Like, yeah, like, I guess I have some pride in it. But it's like, I'm not doing anything. I'm not learning anything. Like, what am I really benefiting to myself and to others? And at least now where I'm going to work, I'm going to make things that go on to make other things that go to people who want to buy them and appreciate the work that went into it. I'll be a part of a larger system. I won't just be a guy who shows up to do a job until the next guy shows up to do a job. I mean, I kind of will, but it'll be different. <laughs> you know, like all jobs are somewhat the same. But in this case, it's kind of what I liked about working alone at night was that like I could just do my job and nobody's there to like fuck with me. I don't have to work with like anybody else. Not that I don't work well with others. I just fucking I don't like being micromanaged. I don't like having to work with people who are really stupid. So in this position I got, it'll be like just me in a machine, I hope. And I'll just do my thing and I'll go home, which is great. Um, you know, they did say it's monotonous, but I was reading up on the benefits of monotonous work because I wasn't sure there were any. But it turns out you can actually find like some comfort in monotonous jobs, some self-discipline. You can kind of space out from the world just something I need because I think too much so who knows I might fall in love with this shit I might I might stop podcasting and no I'm not gonna do that I might stop everything I'm just kidding maybe hopefully I mean if I love it that fucking much maybe I fucking maybe I become a millionaire off of machining I become a machine and machine you know <laughs> that's one of those quotes that doesn't work well when you use like the thing like be a be a writing machine that was stupid. I don't know where I was going with that. But yeah, and I was I had all these thoughts last night. And the other thing was I was in demon mode all week. I was on demon time. Whatever the kids say. I was in fucking somebody fuck with me. I wish a motherfucker would mode all week. Had a couple bite. But man, last night specifically, there's this old like ex military veteran, Republican, probably QAnon participant of a lady who every time she sees me, she gives me a bunch of shit about wearing a mask. And she does that like anti-insult, backhanded compliment thing. Well, she'll like call me a sheep for wearing a mask, but then she'll also tell me that I'm too smart not to know what they're doing and that I'm young and that this is all about control. And I'm like, that's great, lady. Um, it's 497. And I'm not telling you to wear a mask. Like, I just do this because I want to. I don't I don't really give a fuck what you have to say about it. Like, we don't we don't need to talk. Like, we're not friends. I Like, I really don't give a shit what you think about me or my mask. Um, do whatever you want. <laughs> She's done this. I kid you not, like, two, three times. Like, like I'm talking Facebook group Q and non-spokesperson speech about my mask every time how it's fake, it's all about control, you know, it's not real, you know, 
you should take your freedom back is a quote she often said. And the last time she was in the store, I was like, I was so close. This is before I had another job lined up. And I was so close to just being like, yo, I'm gonna, I might just get written up. Like, I might just get her to complain about, like, ooh, I was so close to just giving her a piece of my mind, you know? Like, I was literally, like, 30 seconds. Like, if she didn't leave, like, if she if she did the thing where they go to walk out the door and then she turns around to tell you something else, I was just going to be like, yo, shut the fuck up. I don't give a shit. Nobody's telling you to wear a mask. You know, hop off my dick, lady. But I didn't. And I was like, if she ever comes in again, like, it's harassment. Like, I turned into a Karen because I was getting Karened. I was like, if she comes in one more time and she, like, that's going to be harassment, I'm going to say something. I'm going to make a big deal. Yada, yada, yada. Well, well, well. She came in last night. Man, I had my phone, like, recording by the register. I had my mask up proudly. <laughs> I put on my little visor. And, uh, man, I was just waiting. I was waiting for it. We didn't have styrofoam cups. So she asked me, y'all got any styrofoam cups? I was like, no. Or they'd be out there. That's why it's nothing but plastic cups where all the styrofoam cups are. You imbecile. She's like, these cups don't keep anything cold. I was like, oh, okay. She's like, you know what I mean? And I don't respond. I just fucking ignore her. Fucking Chad. Just ignore the shit out of her. She goes... Yeah, these drinks, they don't, these cups, they don't keep anything cold. Do you know what I mean? I was like, uh, no, like, I, I don't use those cups. She was like, you don't drink out of these cups? I was like, no, I don't. She's like, you've never drinking out of one of these cups in your entire life. And I just kind of looked at her. I was like, I really don't give a shit. Like, I don't, I don't care if it doesn't keep your drink cold. Like, I, I, I really don't care. I literally don't. So then she like, she says something and she goes to pay and I'm like, here we go. Awkward silence. She's about to say something about my mask. Not a word. Not a single word about my mask. I had never been so ready to pop off on somebody and just get absolutely blue balled. Just left dissatisfied and upset. I was upset that I didn't get to get upset, you know? The last time I really remember that feeling was when I quit my job at the pawn shop. And I just remember, like, that was like seeing a fastball come in. It's like what I imagine, like, when someone hits a really good home run in the major leagues. Like, they could just see that fastball coming in. They know exactly, like, me and this dude got in an argument. And, like, middle of the fucking argument, I was like, this is it. This is a fucking, this is a 95 two-seamer in my quadrant of the zone. And I'm going to smack the shit out of this ball. And I did. And I fucking quit. Um, <laughs> and this was close to that. I was like, I have all my fucking counter arguments ready. I, <laughs> I'm i calm. I'm recording on my cell phone. I'm going to post the shit out of this video. And just nothing came of it. I had to post on my Snapchat. I was so upset. I was like, I can't believe. Dude, somebody gave me a $2, like two seventy five tip. Last night, like they bought some hot, like some hot Cheetos and they used a five and then dude was like, just keep the change. I was like, you serious? Like all of it? He's like, all of it. I was like, thanks, man. I appreciate that. And I was like, it's only fair that when I came into this job all week, mind you, ready to go, ready to combat people, ready to quit because I already did. Just on borrowed time, like, yo, fuck anyone that wants to start shit with me. The universe was like, yeah, 
don't 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 give it to him i was like god damn it i had like one drunk dude all week and he was so drunk that he like couldn't even he couldn't even complain it was super awkward um but yeah he was like i can call the company i was like call the company my name is david this is my last week here go ahead fucking tell him how much you dislike my service i don't give a shit dude they love me here i'm a swell guy you know they said they hire me back even i quit on a week's notice boy fucking call him and he just stumbled out all drunk but yeah man i told some of my regular customers i was leaving some of them were sad some of them wished me good luck but everybody i seem to talk to about this job thinks it's a good move it's a smart move it's a career uh it's not just another job and uh yeah like i said there's a lot of a lot of anxiety going into it but i think most of that is just i have a real bad problem with like letting myself do better like i I don't want to say I'm cynical, but I'm starting to think like I'm a bit cynical. I used to say I was a realist, and that just means I'm 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 cynical with reasons. Um, but yeah, man, here lately this week, it was like all week I was like, man, like why do I feel bad about leaving this job I hate? Like I got like Stockholm syndrome for like the first three days of this week. I was like, man, I shouldn't leave. This is an easy job. I don't do a whole lot, like, who knows, like, I could get a raise, I could, I could do this, like, maybe I should stick it out, and I was just like, man, like, I'm 25, though, you know what I mean, like, I'm not getting any younger, and, um, that's what I said about this being, like, a real job, in air quotes, I'm not trying to, like, talk shit to anybody that works at a gas station, or who works at restaurants, or, you know, whatever in the service industry, like, if that's something you like to do that works for you, make good money, do your thing, but, like, I don't want to be there when I'm 30, you know, when I'm 30, I'd like to like, like when I go to my high school reunion, fucking if we have one, cause I'm from a fucking piss ass little town. Um, when I go to my high school reunion, if we have one, I don't want to tell people like, yeah, I work at a gas station <laughs> overnight. You know, I'd like to say like, oh, I'm a machinist. It's got a nice ring to it. I have a trade, I'm a real blue collar kind of guy. You know what I'm saying? And, um, uh, yeah, I don't mean to shit on anybody, but, like, I really, really do want to, like, have a real job and maybe find something I love to do or maybe open doors to find something I love to do, you know? Which kind of brings me to my next thing I want to talk about. This episode's all about me, if you couldn't tell. So, if you don't like me or you don't like these episodes, come back next week when I plan something out all week. But I didn't do shit this week, you know? I didn't do shit. I went into work and I thought about things. And these are things that I mentioned in past episodes, but I was listening to a lot of internet content, a lot of debates, a lot of <laughs> a lot of streams, a lot of red pill people, um, a lot of blue pill people, a lot of a lot of shit, a lot of different things I was listening to all week. And this this is what sucks about what I'm about to say is that it feels really bad and weird to talk about this because of how corny it is. And that's a weird thing to, like, I guess explain to people who either don't want to do it or don't understand it or, I don't know, or maybe too positive for their own good. Me doing this podcast was really just for me to have a hobby, something to do every week. And I've said this in past episodes, sometimes it's just therapy for me to go ahead and sit here and talk about my shit and throw it out into the internet and see who relates to it. 
But my whole life, I've wanted to do, like, creative shit. I've been making music since I was, like, nine. You know, I've been watching YouTube for... Man, I, like, it, I feel like Mark Cuban sometimes. Like, I wish I would have been on YouTube ten years ago. I wish I would have been on YouTube five years ago. I wish I would have been on YouTube three years ago, bro. Like, the amount of time I kick myself for not doing things I wish I would have done is tenfold each day. And here lately, man, especially with getting this new job, I was like, man, in my off time... If I'm going to be forced to be, you know, monotonous and, you know, do a specific thing all day long, I can only feel like that's going to boost my creativity. When I lived in Chicago, I was a dishwasher uh, after I quit my job at the Navy base. I worked at a Red Robin washing dishes, and then I worked at a Panera Bread washing dishes. (laughs) And let me tell you, I don't know if it was living alone or struggling or just working two jobs But dealing with that made me so much more creative when I wasn't there. It was like, it was like someone had like held me underwater all day. And as soon as I got off work and I could write music or I could make a beat on my phone, it was like, you know, when people like drowned in the movies and they get pulled up to the, to the surface and they're like, (gasps) and they have like that big relief, that big breath. That was always what it felt like. And here lately, I feel like some of the jobs I've been working, I got like too comfortable. I felt... I don't know, I felt some things I haven't felt before. Um, When I moved out here, I had friends, and, uh, you know, once I, I, like, worked at the pawn shop, and enough of the guys were, like, you know, legal drinking age, I was, like, real into bar culture, and I was going out, like, every night. I was playing pool all the time, and those times were fun, but I really, maybe it's just me turning 25, but when I look back on the past couple years, I'm like, damn, like, if I could have taken half that amount of time and been creative, like, where would I be now? And I've said this before, that's not a good mindset to be in, but it's also a good mindset to get yourself going. You got to kickstart somehow. You got to get a little fuel in the tank somehow. And if if that fuel comes from thinking about, you know, ruining an engine by not changing the oil, it's only going to make you want to take care of the next car or engine you get even more. And that's kind of where I'm at right now. And what sucks is... It's like everybody wants to be a YouTuber. Everybody wants to be an influencer. I think a lot of these people just want to get rich. A lot of these people just want to be, I don't know, giving up votes on the internet and some clout and some attention. I wouldn't, I would lie, I, w- I would be lying if I said I didn't want some attention. I've always wanted attention. Uh, I think that has to do with like my childhood and shit. But most of the things I've always done creatively, I've done for myself. And I've almost, like, I have so much music. I wouldn't say so much. I have a fair amount of music that I've made over the past, like, two or three years. I just haven't put out because I was almost scared to put it out. I was uh, almost afraid. And it goes back to the saying of, like, everybody wants to do this. So, you know, who am I to compete? Who am I to put myself out there? And I've always tried to tell people who, like, you know, I've had some friends ask me, like, how do you make music? How do you do this? I'm like, you... You really just have to put yourself out there and you just, if you can't make shit for you, you can't make shit for other people. Like if you can't make music for yourself to listen to and enjoy and just express yourself, nobody's going to listen to that shit. If you're making music for everybody else, um, in a sense, you're making it for the wrong person. Like everything you make should be for yourself. It should be to tell a story, to express a, a, a mindset, to convey emotion, to... I don't know, even just relax, even just to turn up, like, 
you should have a reason that you made it. It shouldn't just be so you can be famous. It shouldn't just be so people like it and listen to it. Like, I feel like a lot of people want to make content, air quotes. Uh, so, like, I don't know. They just see the dollar signs. And, yeah, like I said, I'd be lying if I didn't want this podcast or any of my content or my music to make me money later on. But if you can't do it for free, I have a hard time finding you do it for money. Um, and I feel like if you did get to that point, I see a lot of artists and, you know, YouTube channels and content creators, I see them get that paycheck and then it just all, it falls off. It becomes, um, commercial, you know, it becomes a dime a dozen. They they don't have, if you, if you don't have any originality or, or passion to do this on your own, trying to do it for money, you're just going to be, you're going to be Walmart t-shirts, you know what I'm saying? They're going to be a lot of you, but you're all at Walmart and you're all the same price range. You know, nobody's going to pay, nobody's going to pay for a Walmart t-shirt if they can buy, like, you could watch, you could watch like six content creators that do mid, like, fucking content, or you could like really subscribe to like two and follow their shit heavily. Like, um, you know, I'm a fucking loser, so I do have like a bunch of people I watch consistently, but... That's because I don't have a social life anymore. I don't have, like, a significant other. But, yeah, for the most part, man, um, I'm just going to start, like, kind of... I want to get back to, like, that Chicago mindset I had where I would just come home, I would make a beat, I would write lyrics day in and day out, and then when I would record, like, man, I, I should make an episode just about GarageBand. But basically all week, like maybe multiple weeks, I would just put into one song. I would just throw it up without even caring, just post it. And that's kind of what I want to do now. Maybe not as careless. That sounds bad. But um, I kind of just want to throw everything at the wall and see what sticks. YouTube channel, podcast, music, fucking, I don't know. I might create alias accounts. I might have three YouTube channels. You know, I just feel like, um, man, I don't want to sound like conceited or anything, but like, I share my music with certain people and certain people listen to podcasts and um, just my whole life I felt like I had potential and people tell me I have talent and potential. I just, I guess, always been scared to like put it out there and really go like take a leap on it. So now that I kind of got some real life shit figured out with this, you know, this real job, this apprenticeship, this opportunity, I was like, you know, now that I have something like concrete, something I could really like, okay, I have this. And if I stick with it a few years, like I have a solid thing. I have like a thing that I can get other jobs with that isn't just like bullshit customer service and shit like that. You know what I mean? So now that I have that, maybe I should now fucking, you know, like there's so many artists I know that used to be like data analysts at Google or like, you know, sold sneakers at Foot Locker. It's like, you know, you got to have a main shit, but I hate when people call it like a backup plan. You need to have a main plan and, you know... I guess it's difference of opinion, but you shouldn't call your art your backup plan. Your art should just be your art, and if that blows up, that's great. But you should have something in real life that you can use in advance and keep yourself afloat while you do other shit. All these things should be hobbies. I think a lot of people forget that. These these shouldn't start out as like, oh, I want that to be my job as a YouTuber. Like, where you can't go to school for that. You can't get a job like that. Like, you need to have skills, and I think that's a big thing. That I think like I could provide, I guess is why like I wanted to start a podcast and why I think like 
when I think about kids that are like 20, let's say they're 23 and they have like a million followers, right? That kid has zero real world experience because on, since he's been 16, he's been online making YouTube videos. Where me, it's like the opposite. Like, yeah, I might be behind you, bro. But at the same time, like we're both behind and ahead of each other at the same time. They're ahead of me with like like video editing and how to manipulate algorithms and social media and, and networking. But I am years ahead of you in fucking real world experience and shitty jobs and dealing with people and real world problems, real life shit, you know. So I think that's something I can bring is like a different attitude, a different kind of tenacity of like, you know, and it's no shade to them. Like they did their thing. They're smarter than me. Like I look at somebody like KSI, bro. Like KSI has been making videos since he was in like middle school, bro. Like dude just had a jump. He, he and and yeah, sometimes I think about if I had a different environment, I would have been one of those people. But man, I knew about YouTube and shit. I had a computer. I just didn't. I didn't live in a conducive, like, creative environment growing up. I grew up in this small shit fucking town in Kentucky, and even just making rap music, I was made fun of. So like, I didn't even like I rapped, I freestyled. My homies knew I could could flow. Like my homies knew I could spit, and I do it at parties. I do it with my friends and shit. But like. Nobody really wanted to put me on, you know, nobody was really expecting anything. Like, it was just a craft that I molded and worked at for years on end that I still practice and do just for myself. It was my outlet. It was, uh, rap was like the first, like, mu making music and rapping, bro, was like the first thing that ever, I was like, damn, I'm good at this and I don't know anyone else who's as good as this as I am. Like, it was the one thing I had major confidence in. So it's something that stuck with me my whole life, but I did not live in a conducive, uh, you know, environment to be creative and yeah I wasted a lot of time in high school but I also did what I think everybody else kind of did in high school around me we fucking <laughs> we partied and we and we did drugs and we tried to escape um our brains from our shitty surroundings you know and uh yeah I don't know it's tough to look back and be like I wouldn't change a thing um because it's like yeah in a, in a perfect world I change a lot but you can't, and like I said last week, talking about, uh, you know, time travel and different shows that I've been watching, you know, eventually, you know, time's going to tell you it didn't want to be fucked with, and you know, maybe I die, maybe maybe I go back and become a YouTuber and I die at 25, you know, <laughs> like, maybe this is my time's up in that timeline, so you just got to take it all with a grain of salt, but yeah, man, I guess I'm just tired of wasting time, and um uh, this is like a personal thing. I stopped playing video games when I had this falling out with a friend of mine. Um, I don't really speak no more. But I play video games with him like every weekend. And bro, I'm telling you, like, I barely turn on my PlayStation these days. Like, I used to play, I used to play Apex and Call of Duty and all kinds of shit. Like, every night, bro. Like, I had friends I play with. I had homies I play with. And I'd be on that shit, like, every night, every weekend for at least a couple hours, you know, get some games in. Man, I've been playing, like, L.A. Noir, like I said, single player. I play that, like, maybe once or twice a week, you know, a few, uh, a case here and a case there, you know. But I don't really be playing games anymore. And, man, sometimes I'll catch myself just sitting on my phone watching content. And there's nothing wrong with that. If you didn't have, if you didn't have people being viewers, you wouldn't have people being content creators. But um, I'll just find myself watching shit or, you know, fucking maybe not even just watch but like solely watch it just staring at my phone when I could put that shit on in the background and maybe start making my own video or 
more ideas for the podcast or making some music. So I guess that's what I'm really trying to say is like I I feel like I let myself get lazy sometimes because I'm afraid to really succeed or put myself out there. So this is a new chapter. This job is a great sign. I've been waiting for a job like this, somebody to take a chance on me, you know, like I know I don't have experience. I know I've never done anything like this, but I'm not a moron. Uh, you know, <laughs> if you give me a chance, I'll show up on time. I'll do the job I'm supposed to do. And um, I'll learn. I'm willing to learn. So it's a good feeling. And I want to keep that momentum going in the gym. Uh, even though I don't have a gym membership, just my, you know, my room where I work out, do some push-ups. And I want to keep it going in the podcast. I'm going to start, not that I haven't been taking this podcast serious. I just feel like I got in a, I got in a bit of a rut. And when I missed that episode, I, I my views kind of went down. Not that they were high to begin with. But my views definitely went down after missing the episode and it really reminded me like consistency is really key. Now, there were other things going on, uh, but no excuses, bro. You you got to fucking, you know, you got to keep that umbrella. Or you get rained on, you know what I'm saying? Like you can't, can't slip up. You can't, you can't stop. You got to keep going. And um, yeah, I wish I would, even if it would have been a 10 minute episode, I wish I would have recorded something. And uh, ever since then, that's been a huge lesson. So I want to keep this momentum going. I want to start taking the podcast more serious like I used to. Um, I want to start finding guests. I'm going to start getting into like Discord groups. I'll just like put myself out there virtually, you know, <laughs> and uh, maybe in real life. This town sucks to date. I can't find, bro, it's so hard to find just fucking any women around here that like <laughs> either one don't just ghost you after three days. Like, you can't even get to know somebody these days. It's like, uh, people are looking for love off the bat. It's fucking weird, man. These chicks will give me their Snapchat, and then they just don't talk to me. And then you'll ask them, like, hey, you want to hang out on Saturday? And they're like, I'm talking to somebody. I'm like, oh, that's, that's crazy. We just matched, like, three days ago. Like, you you just started talking to somebody in three days. Like, if you did, I guess that's cool. But it's like, goddamn, you never hit me back. Like, if you were that enamored by somebody, why match with other people and give out your Snapchat? But do you, I guess, bro, can't say anything about it because then you're misogynist, but, you know, it sucks sometimes, bro. I'm like, damn, what the fuck? Like, you gave me your snap, and now you're like, I'm, I have a boyfriend. It's like, oh, we talked two days ago. I had this one chick, too, that was like, bro, she was calling me on the phone. She was sending me pictures every day. Like, not news, just, like, regular pictures. And then, like, out of nowhere, she stopped talking to me, and then I kind of went simp mode, and, like, every weekend, I would try to make plans with her, and she'd say yes, and then she would just ignore me, and then about a week ago, I just kind of, (laughs) like, I just kind of fucking went asshole Dave mode, I was like, hey, listen, um, this is kind of pointless, like, uh, I don't know what happened, but, like, you know, should I just stop talking to you, like, clearly something changed, she's like, Oh, I'm seeing somebody. I'm like, okay, that's great, bitch. You could have said that a week ago. You could have said that two weeks. Like, I don't get that. It's not even dishonesty. It's just, like, lack of respect for other people. It's like, oh, yeah, I started seeing somebody. I know we were talking. And, like, I'm trying not to take it that serious. But, like, it's like, damn, where's the common respect these days? But, yeah, that was a weird rant about dating. Dating, I might make another dating episode because I think that's one of my most listened to podcast episodes. Dating in this day and age is fucking awful. It's the worst shit ever. And, yeah, bro, it's fucking hard. <laughs> but like I said, you can't go up to... It feels like you can't go up to women these days and be like, hey, 
I like your shirt. Uh, my name is David. You seem cool. It's like, oh, he's catcalling me. Or it's like, oh, like you're you're harassing some like, you know, makes me real sad, bro. Uh, sometimes wish I was born like in the 60s and I grew up in the 70s and 80s where you just go to a fucking arcade. Be like, yo, what's up, girl? You want to take a ride in my Thunderbird or whatever the fuck they drove back then? You know, you wanna you wanna go play some mini golf and hit the arcade, maybe get a slice, some you know, some crystal Pepsi, you know? <laughs> but you can't do that anymore. And I I've always been on the side of like I don't know if I'd wanna pick up a girl at a bar. Uh that just seems cliche. And no offense, I don't think I could pick up a girl at a bar down here, bro. They all want like it sucks living in Florida, bro, because I'm not an outdoorsy kind of person. Everybody just wants to go to the beach and, like, do you have a boat? Like, no, I don't have a fucking boat. I got, a, like, a nice comic book collection and some pop figures and other cool shit. I got a nice movie collection. I read books, you know? I got a podcast that's, you know, subpar, maybe par at best. <laughs> this is a stupid rant. I don't know what I'm doing. But, yeah, hopefully I'll meet somebody. Maybe not. Um, man, I wrote down some notes. I kind of flew through this episode. I'm only at like 37 minutes, but this is is a episode is just kind of like a life update, a new chapter update. And, uh, yeah, man, uh, fuck it. You know, (laughs) this is the best I got. But yeah, might as well get to the weekly recommendation. Don't put us at like forty minutes. A little bit of a shorter episode, but not everybody's got an hour anyway. Maybe this is perfect. Maybe this is a perfect time. Maybe this will blow up. Maybe this will hit the algorithms and just fucking explode. You know. So weekly recommendation is a movie slash musical slash uh, movie. It's really good. Um, it's called Across the Universe. When did this fucking movie come out? It's not that old. It came out when I was a kid. So. 2007? Holy shit. Okay, this is older than I thought. That's when my brother graduated high school. Jesus. Um, but yeah, really good movie. Um, it's older than I thought. Holy shit, dude. How old is this motherfucker? 44? Holy shit. Um, really good movie. (laughs) Came out in 2007. Across the Universe is like a movie slash musical based off... Beatles music, it goes like Beatles music from when they were like, you know, on TV as like the next boy band, like the European invasion days, all the way up to when they were doing acid and writing wacky shit, like the title across the universe, Strawberry Fields Forever, you know, Sgt. Pepper, you know, Lucy in the Sky with Diamond shit, Uh, and it's a story about a young man from Liverpool, that's where the Beatles are from. Uh, also, Patty the Batty, shout out Patty the Batty, and um, yeah, he comes to America to find his dad, um, ends up meeting uh, a bunch of American folks, and getting caught up in the late 60s, early 70s America culture, um, really good movie, really good time setting, like it, it starts off in the 60s, and then moves into the 70s, covers like uh, Detroit riots and segregation, and then uh, covers Vietnam, like I said, it's a beautiful musical, but it's not really a musical. Like, it's his music, you know, with different takes on, like, Beatles music. 
and a lot of the characters sing. It's got Jim Sturgis, if you guys know who that is. He was in 21. It's another good movie. Bono's in it. Um, but yeah, some really good, uh, like, rant, like really good takes on Beatles music. I think uh, Jim Sturgis is a really good singer. And uh, I think his name is Joe Anderson. Uh, he sings in that movie. And yeah, it's, a, it's just a really good story. Really good visuals. Uh, did I say Bono's in it? Bono's in it. And uh, really good visuals. It gets trippy at certain points. Um, and like I said, it covers a lot of like the 60s and 70s with music that was coming out back then. And it's also like, you know, British guy comes to America. You get a lot of different perspectives. It's a really cool, hippie, counterculture movie with really good music. And it's really well done, too, for coming out in 2007. Like, the visuals and the editing and, and shit is really good. And, um, yeah, check it out. I don't know where you could find it. Where can you find it? Oh, it's on Hulu. If you got Hulu, Amazon Prime. Um, or you could just rent it from any of the fucking streaming services. Check it out. Listen to the music. It's really good. I used to I actually used to listen to the CDs. It was it was a two CD set back in the day. Disc one and disc two. For all you Zoomers out there that don't know what that is. But yeah, man, I used to listen to that all the time. And uh, yeah, like I said, I think uh, not that they're better than the Beatles, but some of the renditions are like good in their own right as a rendition or like a remix, if you will. So really good music, really good story. Not that long of a movie. Good actors. And who doesn't fucking like the Beatles? You know what I mean? So as always, oh, there was a mystery download. I wanted to cover. Oh yeah, this one's kind of funny. I live near uh, the American version of this, but Melbourne, Australia. So shout out to my Aussie uh, listener, Aussie, 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 and uh, yeah, shout out. You know, the land down under. So that was probably cringe. If you're Australian and you listen to that, there you go. Pretty cringe. Um, you know what? While we're here, I'm just going to check the Gmail. I don't think anybody hit us up, but before we plug it, we might as well check it because I haven't done that all week. I'm really terrible about checking this email. Oh, nobody. Just me. Just me sending myself a RuneScape link that my buddy sent me so I could download it on my computer. <laughs> so, uh, as always, uh, thank you for listening. If you want to get in touch with me, send me something to react to, uh, question, comment, concern, a riddle, a story, a piece of social media, a piece of content, hate mail, whatever you want to send me, justlastweekpodcast at gmail.com, all lowercase, all one word, justlastweekpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, I'm getting pretty good at that. Or you can hit me up personally, you guys on the Snapchat, Just Last Week Pod is the handle for the Snapchat, where I post like once a week. And, um... Yeah, if you know me personally, Snapchat, Facebook Messenger, my cell phone, whatever you want to hit me up at. Uh, as always, I appreciate it. Make sure that you steal someone's phone, whether it's on the bus, at your job. Maybe you're a waiter, you can steal your customer's phone. Um, your mom, your dad, your grandma, your grandpa, third cousin. Take their phone. Subscribe to this podcast on Spotify if they have it. If not, Apple Podcasts. That's always a backup plan. And subscribe them to this uh, podcast so we can have more listeners. And maybe get some fan mail. Even hate mail. I would love maybe hate mail over fan mail because either one turns into a good bit. 
but hate mail is easier to turn into a bit. So yeah, subscribe someone random to this, and then also somehow give them the email so they can be like, fuck you, you're like Bono back in 2009, and you made everybody get this shitty U2 album on their Apple Music, and I don't want this U2 album on my phone, but it's now here forever, so... What's up, bitch? I'm the new Bono. <laughs> All right, I'm out of I'm out of gas. Uh, I've I've, pro- I've prolonged this ending long enough. Thank you, thank you all very much. I appreciate it. See you next week. And as always, 